Today in Security from Wired. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Surveillance fight pits the White House opposite reproductive rights. Prominent advocates for the rights of pregnant people are urging members of Congress to support legislation that would ban warrantless access to sensitive data as the White House fights against it. By Del Cameron and Andrew Kautz. One of the foremost women's advocacy groups in the United States is urging members of Congress to support a ban on government agencies using private data brokers to acquire access to Americans' private data without a warrant, a response that came late Tuesday following explosive revelations about the surveillance of women's health clinics across the U.S. The National Partnership for Women and Families, a nonpartisan nonprofit based in Washington, D.C., is pressing federal lawmakers to throw support behind an amendment this week aimed at closing off a legal loophole through which police and spy agencies routinely circumvent the courts, buying information traditionally shielded by the country's constitution. The organization pointed to news in Politico on Tuesday, which revealed a data broker tracked people's visits to nearly 600 reproductive health clinics in the U.S. and put that information up for sale. Politico cites a letter from U.S. Senator Ron Wyden to the Securities and Exchange Commission calling for an investigation into the company Near Intelligence. This is not only a blatant violation of privacy, but a cruel attempt to force pregnant people into reproductive health decisions that they should be making for themselves, the National Partnership told members, according to an email obtained by Wired. Congress needs to curtail warrantless law enforcement access to people's data in order to prevent government monitoring of abortion and pregnancy outcomes. The National Partnership for Women and Families has earned praise previously from former First Ladies Michelle Obama and Hillary Clinton during the latter's tenure as Secretary of State. The data broker amendment aimed at preventing government agencies from circumventing warrant requirements with money has gained widespread support in Congress. Likewise, recent polling shows up to 80% of Americans would support its passage. It faces powerful opposition, however, from the White House, the U.S. military, and the nation's spy agencies, which have acknowledged purchasing domestic Internet data in recent years. In December, pro-privacy members of the House Judiciary Committee attached language that would ban government data brokers' purchases of information safeguarded under the nation's Fourth Amendment to a House bill reauthorizing Section 702, a classified surveillance program designed to target foreigners on foreign soil that also routinely sweeps up the private communications of Americans, emails, calls, and text messages in their entirety. Roughly a week later, pro-surveillance lawmakers on the House Intelligence Committee introduced their own bill reauthorizing the 702 program, 
which excluded the data broker ban as well as other reforms included in the Judiciary Committee bill. One such reform supported by the Judiciary Committee would force federal analysts and investigators to get a warrant before examining the communications of Americans unavoidably intercepted under the sprawling 702 program. U.S. House leaders had tentatively agreed to a deal that would allow the entire House to vote on both bills, passing whichever received the most support. That plan fell through, however, and before the new year, lawmakers voted instead to extend the 702 program until mid-April. An effort to proactively block the Biden administration from taking advantage of this temporary extension, circumventing Congress and getting the program reauthorized for an additional year on its own, was ultimately rejected by House Speaker Mike Johnson. As a result, most House members remain confused as to when 702 surveillance would actually end if Congress fails to take action. Reformers say fomenting a sense of urgency to salvage the spy program, ultimately deemed vital even by many of its loudest critics, mostly plays into the administration's hands as it serves up what-if scenarios concerning possible terrorist attacks to lawmakers still on the fence. A group of senior congressional aides told Wired last month that discussions about the program have been plagued for weeks by scare tactics and disinformation campaigns, with intelligence officials privately using images of Hamas to imply a growing domestic threat. Rumors have circulated about a secret session being called this week, a rare procedure in which Congress meets behind closed doors. The session has been reported as called off, but a source with knowledge of recent developments tells Wired that White House National Security Advisors are still expected to meet privately with lawmakers, one final attempt to dissuade them from supporting privacy reforms. Last week, House Speaker Mike Johnson and House Minority Leader Steve Scalise privately signed off on what they'd planned to advertise as a compromise bill, the latest in a string of schemes aimed at preserving the 702 program with as few changes as possible. It drew immediate criticism from civil liberties organizations, such as the Brennan Center for Justice, which said it had been carefully crafted to preserve the status quo. The Electronic Privacy Information Center, or EPIC, said the House leadership bill was a compromise in name only, aligning clearly with the priorities of the spy agencies over those fighting for reform. Multiple sources, however, say the bill ultimately gained acceptance on the condition that members of both the House Judiciary and House Intelligence Committees would be allowed to offer amendments this week that would be subject to a floor vote. The amendment supported by the National Partnership for Women and Families is destined to be among them. Police and intelligence agencies regularly purchase millions of dollars worth of sensitive information from data brokers each year, according to a December 2021 study of public records by the Center for Democracy and Technology, or CDT, a civil liberties-focused nonprofit. This data can include phone location data and health data collected by medical apps, which could be used to identify people seeking abortion care. The Congressional Research Service, or CRS, which provides Congress with legal and policy analysis, noted in 2022 that federal law includes relatively little constraints on law enforcement gaining access to sensitive data, including geolocation data and health data collected by apps and fitness trackers. The lack of complaints is particularly true for information sold by data brokers, which are generally not regulated by any specific privacy statute, according to CRS. While abortion-related information obtained from data brokers is known to have been used by anti-abortion activists, the CRS notes that it could equally be used by police investigating violations of state-level abortion laws. 
The primary federal law regulating data broker activities is the FTC Act, which gives the U.S. Federal Trade Commission the authority to penalize companies that fail to disclose how the data they sell may be used. In January, the FTC banned Xmode Social, a Virginia-based data broker now named Outlogic from selling sensitive location data that could be used to track people's visits to sensitive locations such as medical and reproductive health clinics, places of religious worship, and domestic abuse shelters after the company allegedly failed to institute appropriate safeguards against the use of precise location data by third parties. In July 2022, U.S. President Joe Biden issued an executive order instructing the FTC chair to consider actions that aim to further protect consumers' privacy when seeking information about the provision of reproductive health care services. The House Judiciary Committee's amendment, which U.S. spy agencies oppose, would strengthen these protective efforts far beyond the remit of the FTC Act. In a Dear Colleagues email obtained by Wired, Gerald Nadler, the ranking Democrat on the Judiciary Committee and Representative Zoe Lofgren, wrote Wednesday that the so-called compromise bill closely tracks with the demands of the intelligence community, bypassing common-sense reforms, including the amendment now endorsed by the National Partnership for Women and Families, which Lofgren and Nadler describe as strictly written to stop the government from buying its way around the Fourth Amendment. The implications for Americans' privacy rights are staggering, they said, refuting claims that the data broker issue is unrelated to surveillance conducted under the 702 program. It makes little sense to rein in warrantless surveillance under one authority when the government can simply fall back on other available techniques to acquire similar information. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.